What's up everyone? It's me AJ and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour and it's time for the ultimate breakdown. Welcome back everyone to the ultimate breakdown. I'm starting with Beverly Hills today. I have an interview that Garcelle did with Page Six just this past week where she said that she is having some um, tensions with Rinna, or it's going to be awkward, basically. Uh, What she said was, there are tensions, so it's like seeing an ex-boyfriend. She actually doesn't really know where her and Rinna's friendship stands, as they don't exactly hang out outside of filming. Uh, So the two of them, alongside the rest of the Beverly Hills Housewives cast, are set to present at the 2022 MTV Movie and TV Awards Unscripted on June 5th. Um, and they are nominated for Best Docu-Reality Show. Garcelle expects her interaction with Lisa to be quiet at the award show, and she said, we haven't done that yet, but I'm sure it will be super uncomfortable because we don't want to give anything away because of the reunion. She was also asked if she hopes to repair her friendship with Lisa one day, and she said, We have to see how it plays out this season. I don't want to jump the gun. I don't know. I just feel like we have to see where we land by the reunion. We see the episodes two days before they come out, so you don't really get to see an entire season and see how it plays out. Also, Garcelle weighed in on Lisa's recent attacks on their co-star Sutton. Lisa has called Sutton a gold digger on Instagram and claimed that she only accumulated her wealth after divorcing her ex-husband Christian in 2016. Garcelle said, It's unfortunate because I feel that Sutton's always getting the brunt of it, but she is stronger than you think. And Garcelle also hinted that fans will see Sutton defend herself against Lisa and Erica during season 12. I'm happy that you're finally seeing her stand up. It's great, is what she said. That's something to look forward to because I feel like last year... You know, Sutton was a little bit of a stick in the mud and she kind of just soaked everything in and didn't really stand up for herself as much and kind of came off really, you know, neurotic. But I don't think that that's who she is. I think that she is almost better than that. And I feel like she shouldn't let people walk all over her. So I'm hoping that this isn't her last season only because I feel like she has potential to be a really great housewife, but she's just missing the mark a little bit with standing up for herself. But hopefully we see that more this season. So, speaking of Lisa Rinna, she has made it clear that no one should be talking about her husband, Harry, but it seems that Kelly Dodd of Real Housewives of Orange County uh, is not paying attention to that. So, um, Kelly basically alluded that Harry is gay in a comment on Page Six's Instagram. The post was actually about reality star Todd Chrisley's ex-business partner claiming that they had a gay affair. And Kelly commented on the post saying Harry Hamlin is next alongside a lying, uh, I'm sorry, laughing, crying face emoji. Eventually, obviously, Lisa caught wind of Kelly's comment and in typical Rena fashion, she just had to address it. So um, just this past week, she posted on her Instagram story just for Kelly, a post that features a screenshot of Lisa from the infamous fight with Kim in Amsterdam a couple seasons back. In the photo, Lisa has... Um, basically put a beard on on her face and um (laughs) she added the caption good morning to kelly dodd and kelly dodd only along with the laughing crying face emoji um i don't think that harry hamlin is gay i think that that's just something that kelly wanted to say to kind of get her name out there i don't really think that that should be taken literally at all So I was listening to Tamara and Teddy's Two Teas in a Pod podcast the other day, and I found something that I thought would be worth sharing and definitely interesting that I wanted to mention. So Teddy actually claims that Sutton called her and Erica white trash during season 10 of Beverly Hills. 
Um, they were kind of discussing, uh, so Teddy and Tamara were kind of discussing the recent drama on Beverly Hills, and Sutton was called out by Kyle for her lack of empathy towards Dorit after she was held at gunpoint during the home invasion. Teddy basically said, um, she, she took the issue with Sutton's confessional claim that she has an issue with guns. Um, Teddy said, when I see Sutton say in the confessional, you know, for me, I have a history with guns. I have a real issue with guns. Then my mind goes back to the season that I was on with Sutton, where they never showed it, where Sutton called Erica and I white trash. And she said she grew up hunting and using guns and blah, 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 just because I'm not like the white trash places you guys are. We could get license at 15 to drive a tractor. And when Tamara asked why the disc didn't air on Beverly Hills, Teddy explained that the producers don't show those types of things, especially your first season. Despite her issues with Sutton, Teddy did admit that she believes Sutton is good television. Um, I thought it would be worth mentioning only because Teddy always says on her podcast, if there's something out there that is even remotely could like, you know, make somebody look bad or cause a stir, Bravo is going to air it. And so what I don't understand is now how that logic is not being applied to that. So I, I, I'm not saying that Teddy's lying. I'm just saying like, you know, I think maybe she could be exaggerating the situation a little bit. Um, I also just get kind of annoyed. Like, I like listening to Tamara and Teddy's podcast, but I um, I almost feel like Teddy pulls too much of, like, her own... Like, I like listening to the perspective of the show from two former housewives. Um, that is what I really kind of listen to because I like hearing what they have to say about certain situations and they usually have pretty good interviews on. So I, I enjoy listening to those. However, I almost feel like Teddy uses the fact that like, she's still friends with some of them to her benefit, you know, and she just kind of is like, well, I know them and I know that they're not, it's like, yeah, we get it. You know, you know, everybody, we get it. So I, I don't know. I feel like that part's kind of annoying. And I, I thought it was kind of weird that she was kind of bringing up this situation that, could have happened, but in reality, you know, did it? Because I feel like Bravo would have aired it. So I have been kind of searching, and I did find an interview that Erica did with Entertainment Tonight. Um, I, I just want to mention, you know, she didn't do many interviews last year, so it's kind of nice that we're getting to hear pers perspective now on a lot of these things. And um, I think basically she's being dubbed as a supervillain by all the fans, and, um, and this is just over her actions during seasons 11 and the current season 12. So basically, this is what she is responding to that with. And she's saying, it's not full supervillain. I'm leaning into myself. I'm leaning into full protecting Erica mode, full taking care of Erica. Who else is going to do this if I don't? And if that ruffles a few feathers, if that looks unladylike, if that offends your, I don't know, manners, then so be it. No one's living this life but me. No one is coming to help me but me. So if I have to roll up my sleeves and get a little dirty, you can trust and believe I'm going to do that. She also insisted that to this day, she's unaware of any malpractice committed by Tom. She also reminds Bravo fans that she is not facing any criminal charges and that all the lawsuits against her are civil. She said, there's a big difference between civil liability and criminal behavior. And I think that people don't understand that. And you can see that reflected in the comments, people not understanding what it is. People are going to pick sides and however they feel about it. Some of more, some of the more sophisticated audience members have looked into it. There's all different types of levels of why people watch Housewives. Some people watch it for just straight having a good time. Others really look into what's going on. Erica also goes on to address her relationship with Garcelle and the actions towards her this season. So according to Erica, Garcelle wants her to act and react a certain way when she doesn't um, 
And when she doesn't, it confounds her. She said, I think that Garcelle wants something from me that she's not going to get. And that is sort of, she has this perspective, excuse me, about the way I should be behaving and what I should be doing in regards to my legal situation. And that's just not, I can't do what others want me to do. Um, I, I understand her perspective a little bit, but I think, first of all, in, in terms of her being dubbed a supervillain, I think it's just her attitude. Um, like, she's just not very, um, you know, she's just cold. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it reminds me kind of, of like when she got into that argument with PK, you know, a couple seasons back, this was a while ago, but he was like saying that she was inherently cold and like, she is inherently cold. That's just who she is. And I think at this point, I'm just used to it. Um, I know a lot of people are probably annoyed with her by now. And I do think that she's one of the core members of Beverly Hills at this point. So I, you know, I understand people's, you know, frustrations with her. But I also feel like she is one of the most committed housewives to this franchise. She has laid everything that she possibly can out onto the table. And um, and a lot of people are giving her slack for it. But I'm, I praise her in that sense. However, I do feel like if these are if these are really her friends, which I believe that these women are trying to be, at least the, you know, the Fox Four, I think, you know, that she could show a little compassion with her friends. And um, and if they have questions, let them let them ask questions. Um, her whole thing with Sutton is just like it's getting nasty at this point. Um, Sutton had doubts like we all did. Um, and I think that what's best for Erica is to either, you know, well, I, if I was in Erica's position and Sutton came and questioned me, I would, I would sit her down and say, what do you want to know? What can I, what can I tell you that would put your mind at ease? And I would just, I would let her, you know, like I would, I don't know. I feel like I would be more understanding at the fact that these people have questions because, they think they know you and then all of a sudden these things come out and all these people are saying horrible things about you and you want to know if there's any truth to what's going on. Um, at least if I'm that close with somebody, I would want to know. So I, I think that Erica should have had a little bit more compassion towards her friends. Um, as far as, you know, showing compassion towards the victims, um, I mean, it's really tough. I'm not a lawyer, so I, I can't really give her legal advice on that. But I mean, what what can she do really? Um and I feel like I feel like Garcelle is really just trying to get to the you know she's trying to ask the questions that nobody else is asking. That's really what's going on. So I think that Erica coming after her for that is just I don't know kind of out of line in my point in my point of view. All right. So closing off with Beverly Hills today, I have some major tea that is just blowing up on social media. I'm going to basically break it all down for you if you have no idea what's going on. I've been closely watching this last week and there's just been so much that has come out. So what I've decided to do is I'm going to go back to the beginning here. Um, for those of you who are joining me for the first time today, welcome, by the way, to this podcast. Um, I like to give my listeners kind of uh, a broad spectrum of news across all the franchises. And so what I'm doing today is breaking down, even if those of you have already heard some of this, I'm going to be breaking down this whole drama as if I have just telling you for the first time. So I'm sorry for my listeners who are who are here daily, or not daily, but you know, who are here with me whenever I post a new episode. I'm sorry that I'm going to be repeating all this stuff, but I feel that for context, it would be better if I just lay it all out there. Also, my notes are very scattered, so I'm going to be going in chronological order, but I'm going to try to give credit where credit is due to all the different fan pages that have scoured the internet like me finding all the information. 
So for in the beginning, um, this is back in February, Radar Online is actually the one who reported that Kathy had a meltdown while filming um, in the uh, Beverly Hills cash trip to Aspen, Colorado. And um, at that point, it, it wasn't really clear what, what the meltdown was about. Something was concerning about like white privilege. And then there was at one point there was like a homophobic slur that that kind of uh, I guess she was talking about um, Sutton's assistant. So nothing is clear at this point. We actually do not know what's truly going on. I'm sure if Bravo has captured this, they will be airing it, and it's it's going to be a lot. Um, so the insider said that Kathy allegedly had some type of meltdown because all of the ladies left the house for dinner without her. There are reports saying that when the ladies returned back to their Airbnb, Kathy began to curse them out and throw objects at them and the producers. During this meltdown, um, Hill... Um, the um sorry during the meltdown kathy basically is allegedly called sutton's assistant the f word um which is a homophobic slur um not the f word that we all know um and after returning to la uh the insider said that kathy sent rena a cease and desist to silence her from talking about kathy's behavior while on the trip now rena did post back when they were filming a kind of a cryptic message on her story like she normally does and said, oh, we're back to cease and desist now. So that is, you know, probably true. But in terms of this whole what's going on with the, you know, homophobic slur and everything, we don't really know if that's true or not. It's still allegedly. So fast forward to May. So we were in February. Now we're in May. An Instagram account, The Real Housewives Zone, leaked some DM screenshots that allegedly came from Lisa Renna, which seemed to accuse Kathy of being a homophobic racist. Um, she said, here's the thing. If you're going to be on a reality show, honey, and you're a homophobic racist, you probably should have stayed home. Um, one thing I can tell you, they got it from their mama. So when it all starts coming out, do some Googling and see where those words have been thrown around before. Um... So Sutton, for her part, actually denies that Kathy said anything about her assistant. And then a few days later, Rinna's DMs were leaked. Um, Sutton posted a selfie with Kathy and the assistant in question, writing, Josh is the best, and he got a promotion yesterday. He is no longer my assistant. He executes everything we do around here with grace and style, and we have fun while doing it. And Kathy Hilton has been nothing but kind and respectful to him. And the picture is of the three of them. Um, then moving on. After this leak of Rinna's DMs, Kathy began throwing some shade on her Instagram, and there's some deleted posts that Kathy had shared. There was a meme of Kermit the Frog drinking tea and a tea kettle. She also shared a post from a narcissism-themed Instagram account that read, um, The Narcissist When You Are In Need. Um, and it also says, um, <laughs> When the chips are down, a person who genuinely cares for you wants to be there for you because you need it. A narcissist, however, will only be there for you because they need it to feed on the drama, to promote their fake persona of being that great person who is always there for others with no follow through, to build your debt of obligation to them. And none of these scenarios are you, are your needs involved. You are an opportunity to be capitalized on. Your misfortune is their fortune. Um, and basically... That was posted, and then Kathy had shared it, and then I guess in the comment section she had said, so true. Um, so now here's all the main drama of, like, the continuation. So after Kathy posted her tea shade, Rinna posted a screenshot to her Instagram story of a text from a non-redacted number 
that was not saved in her contacts. The text said, Lisa, you need to stop with your rumors and lies about me. There's plenty I can expose about you. Lisa then wrote over the image, you exposed yourself. And then she said, hey, expose away. Can't wait to see what you've got. So this was kind of, you know, confusing. I I didn't really pay too much mind to it. Um, Basically, Rena's fans guessed that the sender was Kathy's assistant. But it actually didn't take long before um, this guy who came out, and his name is Patrick Somers, he claimed that the text was actually from him. And in his Instagram story, he wrote, At Lisa Rinna, I suggest you take your post down before I sue you or leak your number since you think it's acceptable to leak mine. He then, um, excuse me, he then allegedly in that next slide on his Instagram wrote, Why are you starting drama with someone that is half your age, you, um, you overfilled ancient dinosaur? Anyways, here's Lisa's number since she posted mine. So everyone was blowing up this Patrick Somers guy's phone. They were texting him because Lisa had basically leaked it. So then um, Rinna's number was leaked. Um, And so I'm I'm assuming everybody kind of got a hold of her. So then later, Patrick posted another slide. um, And he said, um, and by the way, I never said her husband was gay. A little rainbow emoji never hurt anyone. But I mean, if the shoe fits. You need to go worry about your husband and your finances and who's spending his time with because and and who he's spending his time with because his wife is too busy running her overfilled mouth. Beverly Hills talks and we all know. And after this, Rinna posted a few cryptic messages. Um, they were, you know, a bunch of like anti-narcissism and, you know, but anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, so now there was some legal threats that were going around. So in a now deleted tweet, Patrick Somers said, as many know, at least Serena had millions of individuals call and text me in an online attack, which gave millions access to my personal data. I received death threats, racial discrimination, and bullying. Today I sit with my two attorneys as we move forward with legal action. The tweet was also accompanied by a photo of three guys sitting at a table, um, and it was posted by lots of different Bravo accounts. Um, so this is the conclusion. So I'm, I'm, this is my end. This is what kind of blew up last night and what would happen. So all this Patrick Somers drama comes out all of a sudden, um, basically like two nights ago, um, Rinna shared a post from a housewives fan Instagram account account called your moms are watching, which I follow. They're pretty good Instagram. You guys should go follow them. Um, saying, I have tea. I just DM'd with Patrick Somers, that kid that sent Rinna a text last weekend, threatening her. Um, Rinna then posted the text, and the kid posted Rinna's number, and it became a big thing. Well, he just admitted to me, Kathy Hilton paid him to do this. Turns out he made everything up just to divert focus from the fact that Lisa was calling out Kathy for the slur she made in Aspen. What followed the tea um, announcement was several pages of DMs, allegedly, between Patrick and um, the Instagram account. Um, basically, um, Patrick is admitting that he was hired by a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills cast member who, whose name rhymes with Milton um, <laughs> to pull media focus from her and put it onto somebody else. So I will read you guys the DMs and then we'll get into his post. So it's kind of cut off, but basically the Your Moms, moms Are Watching said... 
I know this Rena mess is big, but I'm trying to grow my site, and I can't help but think maybe someone put you up to exposing Rena. If they did, Kathy Hilton is my guess, that would be a huge story, and I could help you get it out there. Did someone pressure you or coax you to get it get into it with her? I'm so curious about this whole thing. Thank you for taking the time to respond to me, if you can. His response was, All I can say is this. I work with someone that is on Beverly Hills, and there is a bigger picture. A seed was planted in the media by an individual who isn't too fond of Lisa. That's why I plopped out of the sky to carry out what was planned. We predicted exactly what Lisa would do, and she took the bait faster than anticipated. Uh, They responded by saying, oh my god, I'm dying. I mean, she is predictable. And Patrick said, that's why people can't find anything on me, because there isn't anything to find. And they said, but who planted the seed? Um, it, it's so important though, to know who is behind this. I need to know. I would never say you told me I can trace it to myself. My guess is Kathy. Um, then he said a member, there is no new show. There is no lawsuit. We needed to pull attention away from what was going on. And he said, or I'm sorry, the Instagram page said, so you work for Kathy. I'm literally passing out right now. How can we spin this? So you're the hero here and Kathy goes down or is she your friend? And he said, I'm a 1099 employee for a high-profile individual. My expertise is in marketing. And then they said, you're a plant from Kathy. This is insane to me. She just wanted Rena to go down for talking about her slurs in Aspen. And Patrick said, it honestly turned out more chaotic than originally anticipated. And they said, I'm sure it did, but good for you for capitalizing on it. This is so crazy. And then he said, part of my job. And then they said, okay, so do you want to expose Kathy? If you don't, I totally understand. It's your bread and butter. How much is she paying you to take down Rinna? Um, And the message is cut off, but it says, was a specific assignment. Now that it's done, I'm a free agent. However, I have signed an NDA. Um, And then he also said, you can do what you want with the information provided before it gets out. And... um, He also said, I was given one job to pull attention away from my client. I did that. I was given a couple specifics to make sure I hit it in our marketing strategy. So this all came out like literally two nights ago and it's crazy. Um, And then this, you know, here's also the, basically the conclusion. So in a now deleted Instagram post that was shared on Friday morning from his now private Instagram account, Patrick claimed he was indeed hired to conduct a campaign against Elisa. So this is his statement. Hi, I'm Patrick Somers, a private marketing manager for some of the biggest celebrities in the world. My latest assignment was executed against Lisa Rinna, as I never reveal a client's personal information per my NDA agreement. My latest marketing campaign was to draw attention away from my client. That's exactly what I did. All narratives associated with my latest campaign are false. I was compensated $27,527.72 for my work. All media outlets and tabloids were planted by me. There is no lawsuit, no new reality show, and frankly, I've never even met Lisa Rinna. I hope you can understand as this is my line of work and simply nothing personal. So, I guess the real question is, is Patrick Somers telling the truth? Was he indeed hired by Kathy for this $27,000 to pull focus off of her and put it on stead, instead on Rinna, but basically himself. Um, honestly, like, this is just kind of insane, but um, do, do I think that he's telling the truth? Was he hired by Kathy? I really don't think so. Um, I, I feel like this... I, I mean, 
granted, I don't even know who this guy is. So, I mean, it, it could be that he, you know, is a private marketing manager. If so, I mean, his career is basically ruined because um, I, I don't think that he would want to expose himself like this um, because I don't see why anybody would hire him after this. <laughs> I mean, his name is all over every Housewives tabloid. Um, and he's saying that this is his line of work. I don't really know if I would expose myself like that. Um, and what's crazy to me is he went on um, a podcast um, and, and kind of talked about it. And I, I um, the podcast is called Blonde Hair, Black Heart. Um, or it's that's the Instagram name, but you can look it up. And um, I, I don't understand why he would go through all this trouble and put his name out there. Everybody knows his name now, Patrick Somers. Um, or at least everybody who's, you know, a Housewives fan page on Instagram and the blogs. So I don't understand why he would tarnish his reputation like that. I don't see the point in it. Um, he had a public Instagram page. Um, I, I don't really understand how his name even got thrown into the mix. Um, it's all very confusing to me. Now, with that being said, my opinion on this, just because I've seen this with many Housewives before... When housewives get too involved in social media wars, um, when the cameras are down, Bravo usually doesn't really like that. I mean, we've seen it happen with Brandy. We've seen it happen with Camille, for example. And this is just on Beverly Hills. This has happened with Danielle on Jersey. I mean, it's it's happened before. When housewives, um, or, or even Kelly, for example, from Orange County, when housewives get involved on social media with fans or petty drama that doesn't have anything to do with the show... Even if they're talking about the show and giving the show publicity, um, Bravo usually tends to not like that only because they want their housewives to be a little bit dialed down and not really reveal too much until later on. Rinna's pretty cryptic in her messages, but I feel like she got really specific with what she was deciding to share on social media about Kathy. And so I don't really know how this is going to play out. I... Honestly, I mean, I know that this is just going to drive ratings up, so obviously this is good for Bravo, but um, it's not necessarily going to be good for Rinna's reputation on the show or even Kathy's reputation on the show. It's going to make them look really bad, um, in my opinion, just because I've seen this happen with countless housewives where they just get too involved with social media wars. And so it's hit or miss. But in terms of it being true or not i really i don't think that it i i can't believe that this guy just came out of nowhere and is now saying that he made all this up and he's a private marketing manager it's like and here's my card it's like honestly who would hire this guy again he basically has no credibility anymore um he gave away his credibility if this was his job i don't think that he should have outed himself like that he should have just kept it to himself um this community of Bravo fan pages is really large, and having joined the Instagram community with Housewives only six months ago, I have noticed that anything you say on Instagram, um, and it has your tag on it, and if it comes from your page, you will get put out there and you will get dragged through the mud a little bit. So you do have to be careful how involved you get into the blogs, and I think this Patrick guy, if he is what he says to be, I think he got a little too involved and at least now, I think that he's lost his credibility. So I don't know how I'm going to top all that tea. I should have probably ended with that. But um, <laughs> moving over to Jersey for just two quick things. 
So, um, Marge recently hinted that she is ready to expose Teresa during season 13. On Twitter, a Bravo fan asked Margaret, in tons, in your tons of pre-reunion interviews, you said Teresa says something she will never be able to come back from. I didn't hear it. What was it? And Margaret admitted the comment did air during the reunion, but will be addressed during season 13. Um, she basically res- responded by saying it is something that has to be addressed and will be said this season. Certain things you just don't say and can't be pushed under the rug. Meanwhile, Marge also says that she doesn't believe that Teresa and Louie will get a wedding spinoff show. In fact, she says that as much as Teresa would like a spinoff show, she doesn't think it would work. She was on the uh, Behind the Velvet Rope podcast where she said, I don't know what would be happening there. I just feel like she's good in an ensemble. She needs other people to play off on. Um... I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think that, I think that Teresa stands the test of time as <laughs> the queen of Jersey, as stupid as she behaves sometimes. Um, as far as like what she said at the reunion, I mean that. I mean, again, with the whole you know, like I said earlier with Teddy, if something was really that bad, and and now Marge is saying that it was brought up at the reunion, why didn't Bravo air it then? I mean, I, okay, moving on. And lastly for Jersey, so Ramona Singer from The Real Housewives of New York accidentally revealed Teresa and Louie's wedding date and info on Instagram. And basically to make matters worse, she also leaked the website and the password to the RSVP. And it basically forced Teresa and Louie to take down their whole wedding website after fans logged in using the password that Ramona leaked. Um, So, of course, you know, generally, you know, we now we know all the information of who's invited and I'm going to share it with you guys. So according to the invite, um, Teresa and Louis will wed on Saturday, August 6th at the Park Chateau Estate in East Brunswick, Jersey. Um, so I'm sure paparazzi will now be there because they have the date and the location. Um, there has been a lot of speculation about whether or not Teresa and Louis' wedding will air on season 13. And it seems that it will be, according to some of the people that are invited. So... Um, I will list off the people that we know for sure are going to be there, um, or at least were invited. So, um, Jennifer, obviously, um, Jackie, surprisingly, Marge, surprisingly, was also invited, um, Dina is invited, Dolores is invited, Melissa, obviously, Danielle, who is a, um, not, not, oh my god, not Danielle from previous seasons of Jersey, the new Danielle, um, and then also Rachel, who is a new cast member. So, um, as for some other Bravo celebrities that scored an invite, um, I can also tell you that, um, oh, I'm sorry, wait, Dina, Dina Manzo will be there. Uh, did I say that already? I don't know. Kenya, Kyle, Ramona, um, Cynthia, Luann, Dorinda, and Jill Zarin have all been invited. Um, I can imagine that Teresa is, like, so pissed off at Ramona for this. Um, I think most of the fans are really shocked that she invited Marge to her wedding after vowing not to during the, you know, reunion. But I'm glad that she is hopefully putting stuff behind her and moving forward. Moving on over to Orange County, just one quick thing to share. So Heather Dubrow revealed that she and Shannon are returning for season 17 of Orange County. Um, just this past week, she hinted that she and Shannon were filming for season 17 on her Instagram stories. It was a selfie of them that I shared on my Instagram story, and it said, here we go, number 17. Um, 
Despite this exciting news, Kelly Dodd decided to be a party pooper and slam Heather for thinking she's a producer and running Bravo. Kelly said, do you guys fact check? Um, Shannon called me and told Heather to set up a lunch with all the girls. Heather thinks she's a producer and obviously thinks she's running Bravo. Kelly then went um, on to claim that Jen and Gina are not returning for season 17. She also said that Shannon and Heather were not filming. She said she only took a picture of Shannon because she knows Gina and Jen are gone. It was a lunch, not filming. Why wouldn't she post pictures of the other girls? She's fake and knows Shannon is a shoe-in. Just trying to set the record straight for you all, by the way. She didn't invite Noella. <laughs> Another fans, um, or I'm sorry, some, some more fans have speculated that Shannon was Kelly's source. Um, and she sent out a tweet saying, just to set the record straight, at Shannon Bador was not my source on this story. Shannon has no idea what's going on. It's funny. Heather Dubrow seems to know a lot. Um, and then actually Shannon did respond to Kelly's comments saying, I never said I knew who, I never said I know who is coming back to OC and who isn't coming back because I don't know. I don't even know if I will be asked back. Those are the facts. And if Kelly did hear this, it wasn't from me. I kind of, you know, believe Shannon a little bit more. So, <laughs> um, I haven't heard any casting rumors. Um, I was going to say, I, I have been hearing that Gina and Jen are out, but I, I don't know. And, and I know that, you know, Kelly had shared that too, but I had heard that before. So I don't know if that's true, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. I, I do know that filming is starting this month, so... Well, my friends, we have reached the end of the Ultimate Breakdown. I hope you have enjoyed it. Thanks for coming along on this ride with me of this crazy week it has been in the blogs and on Instagram. Um, here is your flash filming update. Atlanta took a week break, but they will be back this Sunday. Um, so you can watch it on Sundays. Beverly Hills is currently still airing on Wednesdays. Um, Miami is currently still filming for their next season. Jersey is currently still filming for their next season. Um, I have no updates on New York yet. Orange County starts filming this month, I think sometime late June. And Potomac is currently still filming. Salt Lake City has wrapped. I do not have a premiere date yet, but I will let you guys know when I hear more. Dubai is airing on Wednesdays after Beverly Hills. Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Strip is coming out on June 23rd. It's going to be streaming on Peacock, so make sure you get your Peacock ready. And Vanderpump Rules has, I, I believe they've started filming yet. I don't yet know um, who is casted. So I will let you guys know if I hear more information on casting for that. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at Housewives Happy Hour with AJ for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.